We're getting ready to go. Love Talk Radio. And welcome. Welcome to Community Garden Revolution. I'm Mary Hugo, the show host, and I'm very excited to have wonderful folks on uh, the show this week. We've had them on before in the past. You'll probably remember them. It's the Seeds That Feed, and this is going to be uh, really exciting because we've got a, a co-founder of that group from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh, that would be um, Alyssa. And Alyssa, I Escape. What, what is your last name, please? Welcome, welcome aboard. Not, thank you. Thank you. Uh, my last name is Snyder, Alyssa Snyder. Snyder, yes, I apologize. I'm getting so old that I have to write <laughs> stuff down anymore. <laughs> but we're so, we're so glad to have her. She is the co-founder and the director of program uh, there at uh, uh, Seeds That Feed. And, again, they're from Fayetteville, Arkansas. As you all know, that is a hopping state uh, as far as small farms, community gardens, agriculture, period, because of the drought from California. They have really benefited a lot from that. Uh, basically, in a nutshell, if you could tell us what seeds that feed means you know, and why it is that you all started this and how that process went before we really get into your exciting news about the uh, grants that you've gotten. Sure. So, um it really, it just, it started um, back in 2012. Um, it was a kind of porch conversation. Um, <laughs> us, um, myself, yeah, so, yeah, one place that Those great the best idea kind. start, I guess. The South, yeah, the best kind. <laughs> exactly. Um, and really, I, we didn't envision it becoming what it is today, Um it started uh, with the awareness um, of the hunger that's faced in this area. It's something that's very underlying um, because the area is just thriving. And mm-hmm. so when we when we found out um, that there was that underlying issue here, it just kind of triggered something. We started talking about what it might be that we could do and um, – the idea really started as a campaign, you know, how could we um, have others become aware of this this issue that's faced that we hadn't known about either, you know, even after living here for, at that point, I think I'd been here eight or nine years. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. so anyways, that's, that's kind of how it began. Um, we started talking to some pantries in the area just to um, figure out, you know, what the gaps were um, in the hunger that's facing this area. So just to give you an idea, the national average for hunger is one in seven um, individuals. And in this area, we're facing one in four individuals are food insecure. So, Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, I don't know how many of the listeners have been to Northwest Arkansas, but if you're driving through this area, it's something that you wouldn't really see. Um, mm-hmm. And so with that, um, we started kind of trying to figure out where the gaps were, and a lot of that was in the healthier food items um, for people. So, you know, the pantries would have um, box boxed items, canned items, shelf-stable things. Um, but when it came to fresh foods, 
there was a real lack, and it was something that every place that we talked to was um, very interested in, you know, trying to figure out how to get more of that. Right. One one thing led to another. Um, Really, it just started with conversations. Um, We got linked up with the farmer's market here in town in Fayetteville. Um, And so with that, we, our hope was to provide produce to one pantry at the time um, and just Mm -hmm. see how that went. So we started talking to farmers and um, they were really on board. Um, You know, they, they work really hard to grow this food and they, you know, if it's not sold or if they're not going to be, you know, using it to feed their animals and stuff like that back at the farm, they really want to see, you know, all their hard work going to help people. So right. We, you know, so we started, I guess, long story short, we started um, working with the farmers. And I think, you know, our first day we got about 45 pounds from various farmers in the area. And, you know, mm. we were just, like, blown away by what 45 yes. pounds food was. Um, yes. And really... In a matter of weeks, we saw that that 45 pounds was um, just the beginning. We started getting 150 pounds on a certain day. We would get, you know, a week later, we started getting 250 pounds. And before we knew it, we had 500-pound days, 600-pound days. And we thought, you know, this is something much more than we expected. What you're seeing. Um, Mm-hmm. And so then that's when the conversation started to grow. Um, we started talking to other food banks and shelters and community meals in the area to see if they could utilize fresh food. Um, and so flash forward to today, um, we've got 50, 53 farmers that we work with in the area. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's amazing, and they're some of the the most generous and just most awesome people that I've ever met. Um, and I mean, they make what we do possible. So, um, right, you know, uh, we've got uh, I think around thirty seven sites that we're working with to get the food out now. So those. Consists hmm. of food banks, shelters, um, community meals. We've got we go we now have a mobile pantry um, that we take into uh, area food deserts in uh, both Washington and Benton counties up north, mm-hmm. um, so that we can actually go straight into um, an area where there's a of concentrated population of people already and you know and where they're at home and um it's it's a uh going straight to them um they're not having to seek out assistance uh which is which we found to be really cool um do you so, all have a lot of stores that are starting to close now we're we're not seeing that where we are in indiana southern indiana uh, but do you do you all see some uh, grocery stores um, closing? They are saying that uh, the food desert situation may expand 
uh, as far as how mm-hmm. many, you know, how much the need is. Do you all see that yet where you all are? We have seen some of that. We actually, um, this last year, um, became aware of a little, a little rural area on the west side of um, the the state here, um, and it and that's exactly what happened. The grocery store went out, and it just all of a sudden um, became a situation where people, you know, weren't if if they didn't have transportation or if mm-hmm. they didn't have money for gas that week um, or for, you know, name the various reasons weren't able to get, um, you know, I think the nearest store was 15, 20 miles away. Um, if they mm. weren't able to, to figure out how to get there, you know, they were, they were getting food from the convenience store, um, Oh my man, that's expensive. That's expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's expensive. Oh my goodness, so expensive, and and just not um, the kind of food that your body needs, you know, to to sustain on an ongoing basis. Um, And so what we did, we um, we decided to go up out there and actually set up in the grocery the former grocery store uh parking lot we took the mobile pantry out there and just to give you yeah just to give you an idea of what the mobile pantry is it's so we took a 15 foot box truck um and we completely gutted the back and uh retrofitted it with shelves and retractable stairs um we've got string lights in the top um curtains in there it's it's really a cool experience and um you know we're able to drive it up and then drop the stairs and people can actually come in and shop just like they're in a little market um oh isn't that neat yeah so we did that that is um, cool we got the word out in that community through um the kids at school we sent um flyers home in their backpacks so that their parents mm-hmm. would get it and then um, we came out on a Saturday and pulled into town, and the whole parking, you know, former grocery store parking lot was full of people waiting. So, um, oh my lands, we hear about it, that kind of stuff. Just lines of people yeah. waiting. Isn't that? Yeah. I mean, that's great on one part because they want to have fresh food and so on, but it shows you the need is so great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, we we are seeing that unfortunately some in this area. Oh as well. my land! Um, I've read about that, gal. Mm. Yeah, I've read about yeah. it in different parts of the nation, and we've not seen it. We've uh, unfortunately had influx of grocery stores. We're not sure how they're going to all stay in business, really, but we've seen an influx. Oh, so uh, yeah, we're 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 grocery city, I think now. <laughs> so, but well, I've read across the nation that they're starting to see some of these stores close. You know. We, because uh, the economy last year was not all that grand, and they wanted to yeah. save on all the rental or payroll or that kind of thing, whatever. And I was like, well, what's going on here? We're the opposite on that part, but um, but we are a shopping hubs, so that makes a little difference, I guess. But uh, yeah. for you know, yeah. the, for tri-state area, we're Western uh, Kentucky, Southern Illinois, Southern Indiana, so we serve a, a wide range of folks. 
but um when you uh when you started this did you uh see where it was going to go or did you kind of have an idea or you're just like most people even when you have a business you're kind of also having to go with the flow because there's so many changes mm-hmm. that are happening uh with the food right now yeah um so no we did i we we really did not um we didn't have the vision of of what it's become today and i think that that's really because we just like you said we very much so went with the flow um mm-hmm. and learned along the way and then you know we're able to adapt quickly to those learnings um and so you know that's that's still where we are today we um you know we have we now have the vision for the future and um but still those daily learnings and those daily interactions with people um shift and more um what we do and kind of where we go and we're you know we're a grassroots organization we're very lean we try to keep um thing you know we keep everything mobile and in real time and so um that adaptability is is one of the things that we treasure them most because um, we can quickly, you know, adapt to the needs of the community as those shift. Right. Um, right. So, so with that, what is it uh, that... to answer your question, no, we we had no idea we'd be where <laughs> we are right now. Well, it's changed so much. I remember two, three years yeah. ago, all of a sudden, food hubs was a big thing. And uh, yeah. now, all of a sudden, uh, right now, uh, urban farms, which we've heard, you know, for a few years now in small farms and I even had brought that up in our town and people made fun of it and they mocked it by saying can you imagine driving downtown all of a sudden uh, uh, seeing uh, corn grow in the middle of the street you know mm-hmm. and I was like well what's wrong with that but you know I, I'm looking at it a different way I guess <laughs> but uh-huh. now you know there's certain hot points and it just changes uh, with the times but uh, it's yeah. just uh, you know every year it's different it's, it's a different vein of where people are going with this and whatever, and we're seeing uh, online uh, some gals uh, got some hoop houses and, and sold it, and then so these gals, uh, new ones, uh, they're doing great guns. They're doing online, uh, you know, if someone wants fresh fruits, vegetables, whatever it is they have, they list it, mm-hmm. and then uh, they can deliver it or they can pick it up, one of the two. And, um, you know, we're seeing a change even on our area, and our area is very conservative, very, um, you know, backward. We're probably more backward than mm-hmm. you all. <laughs> and so we're seeing some changes, too, because people are saying we want to do this. You know, we want to do But uh, how is that you got started? I know you're in Arkansas, and we all know uh, uh-huh. or should know uh, that Walmart uh, is located there in Arkansas also. So you're not too far, but that doesn't ever mm-hmm. mean, because I know that's what happens in our town, uh, that they are going to bend over backwards to help you all first over the rest of the nation. I mean, it just doesn't happen in our town. But how is mm-hmm. it that you got their attention uh, about your program? And now I think this is like your second grant, isn't it? Uh, keep us posted on what mm-hmm. happened with the first grant and the second grant and how you evolved and, and again, how you got their attention uh, because they are listening now a lot more. I, I've seen that in the last uh, two, three years. They are listening more, thank God. And I loved it mm-hmm. when they did the EBT. Remember the uh, allowed people to use the EBT cards to uh, buy plants? You know, to grow yeah. things. Oh, yeah. that was so great. Oh, that oh, was great. It's, wonder- it's I, wonderful, yeah. And I heard, Sweet. I don't know if it's true or not, 
Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay, I'll go tell you something real fast. Yeah. Uh, the Hungry Harvest people told me that they were trying to uh, – you were talking about the the uh, vegetables in the field and so on. That. See, supposedly, statistically, farmers leave 40% of their uh, growth in the mm-hmm. fields. I didn't know that, and that sounds kind of high to me. Uh, so this group, uh, they go around the nation, they have different volunteers that they pick up the stuff for free because the uh, farmers couldn't afford the uh, uh, you know, staffing. And then they're allowed yeah. to pick up these imperfect, you know, fruits or vegetables, and then uh, go ahead and uh, sell them or give them out to different people. But they talked to um, uh, Walmart, and I think they finally, after two years, got an, an inroad that Walmart is looking at that because everybody wants mm-hmm. the perfect, uh, you know, tomato or they want the perfect potato or what. To me, when I make a vegetable soup, I'm cutting it up. I don't care. <laughs> but right. have some well, bad, and bad what I found too, before. yeah. I think the so they're trying to repackage that. The better, yeah, yeah, they're quite trying yeah. to do that as a separate market. Have the imperfect uh-huh. fruits and vegetables, and be able to sell at yeah. a lesser price, and then get the perfect ones. So I don't know if you've heard anything about that or you're aware of that, but uh, yeah, forty percent of the uh, supposedly product is left still in the field. So for you to get as much as you did doesn't surprise me, but in a way, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you know, um, we work a lot with local growers, um, so small-scale farms, by and large, is, are the, the farms that we're working with currently. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, Walmart, their their focus is very much um, in the social sector, getting uh, healthier foods to individuals who are facing food insecurity, um, and especially in the way of fresh produce. So, um, you know, in looking towards ways to sustain our programming, um, you know, we came across this. And so I, I remember reading for the first time what it was that they were interested in um, supporting, and it was just like reading um, you know, directly into what we were working for. And so, Great. yeah, we just really aligned together. Um, and so it really made it very easy because it was just telling our story, um, what we, you know, what we've been doing, um, at the time, um, this was pre, um, our addition of the mobile food network. Um, and so, you know, once introducing to them our concept for the mobile food network, um, it just it, we just really fit really well. Um, and with us being in this area, um, you know, it it they they support the organizations in this community um, greatly. So um, good. It just good. It there was. There was just a, a very nice fit between us. Um, and so that's kind of how it all began. Um, we So the, the concept for the mobile food network, um, which includes our mobile team three um, that I was talking about earlier, as well as um, on-site sampling of um, recipes that are based on the seasonal food that we're collecting, And then we also distribute uh, what we call cook boxes, which are Mm -hmm. our 
are, um, if you think of the kind of like old school recipe boxes with the divider cards, you know, A to Z, mm-hmm. that's, it's a newer take on that. But, um, you know, each person who visits, um, you know, gets to try the samples um, of the seasonal recipes that are then in the cook box that they get to bring home um, along with, you know, shopping. We say, we call it shopping still. It's, right. Um, you know, it's all, it's all free, but uh, there's, you know, so they get to go in and shop for um, fresh foods then that are, you know, um, in the recipes that we're, we're distributing as well in the cookboxes. So it's just, it's kind of a circular thing. And um, the model really opens up a channel for conversation. We're able to, you know, then talk to the people visiting um, and coming aboard about, you know, you can use your, your SNAP dollars or, you know, formerly food stamps um, at the farmer's markets in the area. And not only can oh, you good. Those, yeah, and not only can you use those um, SNAP dollars, they're actually doubled at all the farmer's markets in northwest Arkansas. So Good. if you've got $20 left in your SNAP benefits, um, you can turn that into $40 at any of your area farmer's markets. Isn't so, that wonderful? Um, oh, it's awesome. And you can buy, like you said, you can buy plants as well. Um, so, you know, with... I like that idea. Farm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so how's your grant... How, so your grants basically uh, pays for all the programming that you do or your expansion, uh-huh. that kind of thing. Is that basically what your how your strategy was for that then? Yes, yeah. So it um it enabled us to kind of take the concept from very much an idea and turn it into um you know, actuality and get right. out on the road and start you know, and start going into these neighborhoods and different food deserts um yeah it very much like it 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 took a dream and and made it you know i mean we uh, we've got the the evolution and photos and stuff which is cool for us to look back on because um it very much was just a kind of a it was just kind of a dream and then um you know walmart um, believed in and saw the value in what we were looking to do, and so um, mm-hmm. we continue to work with them. Um, like you said, this is our second consecutive grant, um, and we, you know, we hope to continue to work with them to evolve this concept based on what we've learned in the last two years as well. Because in the end, those people become customers that's why i tell everybody i said we're not putting anybody out of business doing community gardens or doing these programs bottom line they're buying mm-hmm. more fresh fruits and vegetables they'll go to those exactly. stores because they remember that's what they got and farmers because i know in Terre Haute, indiana uh the need was great they expanded one other one other county also i uh, they found out that they ran out of food so they had to go to the farmers because the farmers always bark that well you're going to put us out of business no, they had to go to the farmers because they couldn't grow the food fast enough for the need that they had for the food desert areas they were hitting. Yeah, exactly. So basically exactly. it's helping everybody expand by eating more fresh 
fruits, vegetables, whatever. So they gain they're getting more more money anyway. <laughs> bottom exactly. line. Exactly. So really yeah, that's funny. exactly that's exactly the way that we see it. Um and we and we it, it's very true everything that you just said because we we see it happening firsthand you know um, people that we're interacting with and stuff um, are you know when we go back they're talking about uh, we actually there's there's a lady at a senior um, residential community um, who spoke directly to the, this and she. You know, we're there on a weekly basis, and she was talking to Margaret um, a couple weeks ago about Mm -hmm. how we had just spoiled her to the point that she couldn't eat the types of food that she had formerly, and um, she was going to have to figure out how to increase her food budget because she had a taste for, you know, this these different foods and she wasn't going back, you know? So, um, yes. It was helping her body. Yeah, exactly. Helping her body heal, helping her body as a prescription kind of box, I think, uh, to uh, not get the, uh, colds that she's gotten and, uh, to feel Mm -hmm. healthier. Oh yeah. I I know when people cross that line. Yes. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, I personally have felt that and, um, you know, there was years and, you know, years before I started this, um, I didn't really think about food in the way, you know, in a way. Of in that like, way. Okay, this meal that I'm about to eat is, is you know, fuel and it's going to change the way that I feel. Um, I never had that association with food until I started eating, um, you know, really eating fresh fruits and vegetables. And, right. Um, and making that a part of my, you know, most meals a day. Um, so when we're working with people who, you know, maybe haven't had access to this type of food and then it begins getting introduced into their diet, um, they too feel that. And so that's that's exactly what our hope is and what we're doing. It's it's not a it's not a long term sustain and supply the people that we're working with it to introduce them and help them find avenues to begin incorporating this into their diet um, for them and their family um, as well. So, Well, I'm so glad that you came today. We've been talking to Alyssa Snyder, who is a co-founder and also the program director uh, there at Seeds That Feed in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And it's always been my honor and pleasure uh, to be able to have you all aboard. And any time that we can do an interview with you all, reach out. We'd be more than happy to. And uh, awesome. good luck to you all. What an honor. What an honor and pleasure. I just uh, think that so state of Arkansas rocks. Well, Arkansas thank is just wonderful you. what y'all do. So, <laughs> well, thank you so very much, folks. Thank We're so you glad so you came much, aboard. Mary. Well, my my honor and pleasure always. And we thank you, folks, for coming. This has been uh, Community Garden Revolution. I'm Mary Huckel, your show host, and have a great Community Garden Day. Thanks, Alyssa. I appreciate it. Oh, always thank appreciate you so much. It. That was fun. Yeah, well, take care, and good luck to you. And, again, anytime you need something, tell me, because we'll send it out to all kinds of different people. So that's what I'll do this afternoon, send it out. So I appreciate it so very much.
All right. Appreciate you, too. We'll have to talk well, to you Well, take care, soon. gal. We'll right, talk soon. Thank you, ma'am. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.